You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you Inside the Locker Room, presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into the rainy, and I mean rainy edition of Inside the Locker. I think it's supposed to stop maybe later on this morning, but it's not good because, Joe, this is a, the Tuscaloosa City Schools is a e-learning day. What in the heck does that mean? E-learning. Get these you kids me, back. What to does it mean? They're home. That's what it means. I mean, they got spring Why? break coming up. It's, they were all for president's day. Today is an e-learning day. I don't even know what e-learning is. They do it over the computer. The teachers work from home? I don't know. It's stupid. Uh, get to school. They're going on spring break here in a couple of weeks. I don't know what e-learning day is, but anyway, uh, the house will be full of kids uh, today. We need to go on one with them. <laughs> yeah, we need an e-learning day, Joe. Yeah, we should have taken yesterday off. We uh, should take we should take some break, spring break time off. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, all right, before we get started here, 205-342-9904. Good morning, everybody. The Twitter account at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. Now, the weather's bad outside today, and that's why it's important to listen to this next little segment here. If it has to last, it has to be tough. Withstand the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Wood. For the projects that stands up against Mother Nature's best, be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine, the lumber that protects against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack, get only the best for your next outdoor project. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Uh, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay, Barry. Uh, not not too much went on. Uh, Kansas went to TCU and won. TCU's good. They're going to be a of course, he did pretty good in the, in the NCAA tournament. Kansas, Kansas up and down a little bit this time. West Virginia uh, smothered Oklahoma State. There's some talk of Oklahoma State to be in the region down here with Alabama. Um, Oklahoma State's uh, coached by one of Barry's friends that played for them in South Carolina. He's done a nice job. West Virginia just whacked them pretty good. Uh, tonight, uh, probably the biggest game of the tonight and tomorrow nights will be the Tennessee at A&M. Uh, Tennessee will be at A&M tonight at 6. Should be a good game on ESPN. Mississippi State's at Missouri. And Georgia is at Arkansas, which uh, doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, the financial gap is going to be a pretty big stink. between the as, as we go on through time, I may not be here to see it, but the financial gap between the Pac-12 and the other leagues has caused a lot of stir and, and concern and behind the scenes 
they're going to get they'll have thirty more million dollars, uh, Big Ten and SEC than Pac twelve. Pac twelve um, is going to struggle money wise. I'm afraid. I don't know exactly about that. And then the Big Twelve uh, is a little bit better. They got their straightened a little bit better. They got Fox and ESPN, but it's going to be uh, kind of interesting there. Uh, going back on to the, to the, uh, standings, don't be surprised to see Vanderbilt even, even ahead of Auburn when this thing is over. I'm one of these guys that sits there sometimes and studies. Vanderbilt's got three winnable games, uh, in the last four. Uh, Florida's coming. They, Florida can't beat them with a big kid out, but they got a chance to be 11 and 7. And if they are, they would beat, they would, of course, uh, be ahead of Auburn because they beat Auburn. I head up now whether that's going to happen or not. That's just talk that I, I came up with, but a little bit better than, than maybe uh, uh, we thought. And um, still wait to see. Kentucky's possibly could be two. So kind of fun to look at it for me to see who's going to play, who's going to be in the top four. And I, I think we know who number one is, but we're, we're two, three, and four are a little bit scrambled up. Uh, last night, um, I need to say this in the right way. Uh, I, I was a little disappointed in in the coverage because uh, I, I guess I'm selfish for our team, but not to mention Robert Ory or McKee or Jim Farmer or people like that that you know been beating Kentucky at Kentucky in the in, in SEC tournament. It was just a little bit too much about Sonny and I. Sonny and I didn't, you know, I, it was kind of. Um, I, I just felt like maybe, and you know, and Barkley's a really nice guy, a good player, and he, he's naturally known now. Charles Barkley's really his playing, his, his good playing days were in the pros. Um, I think we played him six times when he was there. We won five. I think that's right. But uh, anyway, it, it was it was on last night for the 80s, and uh, it continues to be on. Yeah, I, I, uh, brought back a lot of memories of Ricky Blanton, uh, for LSU. Did a nice job with Adele Brown. I th- did think they could have given Alabama a little more, uh, respect for what happened, uh, on the court in the 80s. Uh, they did, which I thought I enjoyed the part about you and Sonny, cause I like you and Sonny and, uh, but, and I guess they only had so much time uh, there. But uh, anyway, they try to make it. They try to make it kind of controversial or funny, or the, you know, with Barkley. The only reason I couldn't get Barkley was Bobby Lee hurt. Yeah, that was the only. It was dead reason. He even said that the other day in the interview. That's that. That was the reason I had no shot to get him, and that was fine because he was. I didn't know that I was getting Bobby Lee hurt when I went into his house. The rumor was that I, he 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 was told by every coach who came in there, you don't want to go to Alabama because. You know, they're going to get Bobby Lee hurt. And so that's, and I, I'm fine. I, I, I think, uh, I think Sonny was the right person to coach Barkley. I don't, I don't think that I was the right person to coach him either because I, I just don't think I got the personality to, you know, I, I just think Sonny was the right guy. Uh, I guess if, and I knew it, but I didn't realize it. I guess I didn't remember how good Hugh Durham was at all, at Georgia. Yeah, and the teams that, that he had. Uh, I did work with him one year, um, but just the teams that he had in the yeah, early eighties and the talent and all that he had uh was pretty and he got Dominic. He had good recruiters, he got Dominic and uh they they got uh, to the final four at Georgia and uh, which is a real hard to do. And um uh, they beat North Carolina 
I can't remember when it was, but uh, we we beat him one time went in Dayton. Um, but uh, uh, he had a he had a great career and, and got to, you know he got two teams to the final four. He got Florida State to the final four. He got Georgia to the final four. So and I forgot about Joe. You're too young to remember this, but Sam Perkins didn't even know he on the interview. He said, "I don't even know what league Georgia's in. What league are they even in?" Yeah. Of course, when they beat North Carolina, they said, we're in the SEC, and he'll always remember that. All right, we get to the Yellowwood hotline. Now, I know what e-learning is, guys. I just think it's silly, but Pat's going to talk, and I don't know what Pat's going with the e-learning, but good morning, Pat. How you doing? Hey, Pat. Good morning, Barry. Uh, hey, today, we agree 1,000%. There's been studies that this e-learning has kids where they can't write. I mean, it's bad enough. Alabama and Mississippi being at the bottom of learning across the country. And that's why your kids probably go to private school. And, uh, I mean, it's just horrible how ignorant are people they need to be. Number one, who's going to watch them kids when they're home? Thank you. There's that many more children getting in bad trouble while they're not in a structured, uh, um, group. I mean, yo, this is, I mean, what, who is this? Who's in charge? <laughs> I want to who's in charge so we can vote them out. Yeah, yeah. You know, e-learning is a way for um, them to, yeah, e-learning. They they do it electronically over the computer. Well, what does that mean, uh, Pat? You're, you and I are on the same page here. I got to get a babysitter uh, if I work. Is a kid really going to, when he's on that computer, he's going to have a cell phone in his lap. He's not going to be paying attention or she it's a it's a ridiculous, no, ridiculous thing. No, no one is staying on task. Staying on task, the biggest part of these kids are ADHD, attention hyper deficit disorder, whatever you want to call it. Hey, and if they don't have, I had to have, I had to put my boys, now I got one's an attorney and one's a speech pathologist. Hey, but the one that's an attorney, he had to sit up next to the school teacher. I told her she wasn't to whip him, but she was to send a letter home and he wouldn't have, she wouldn't have a trouble the next day. <laughs> I put a lot of this, some of this stuff on the college professors, uh, Pat, because of COVID, they got used to just being able to teach their class from, uh, their house or whatever. And they didn't, they don't want to go back to the classroom. They let, they let these kids now do all this stuff over the computer. Who knows who's doing the work? Who knows what they're really learning? Get these kids back in class, Pat. Oh, absolutely. Even in, even in college, they do, I mean, they have a girlfriend there yeah. that's a, a shopping calculus or whatever it may be. Hey, you know, I mean, whatever. It's just, you know, nobody, and that's, hey, and think about this, fellas. And you could have a doctor one day working on you, but somebody else did his work. <laughs> so, Pat, you, let I me mean, I mean, ask you this, though, Pat. Yeah. You said today you agree with me 1,000%. Does that mean the other days you don't agree with me? Sometimes we have a difference of opinion. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. If we all thought alike, it would be boring. Huh? It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't make for good radio if we didn't have a difference of opinion. <laughs> and right. uh, I just, I just wish that we had. Uh, uh, we could get ten basketball players on a bigger court uh, because it's a shame that we've got five guys that have to, uh, you know, share time with the starters because uh, Alabama has. They got eight for sure. They can play with most people. And yeah. uh, do y'all not agree with me there? Yeah, Dad and I talk about it every day. They got tremendous yeah. I depth. I think the number's wrong. I think they got 10. Yeah, and there's just not a big drop-off. So if you actually had a guy get injured, 
you probably would see a yeah. guy and say, and that sometimes happens with Nick Saban in football. A guy goes down and the guy behind him ends up being better, but he just hasn't gotten the opportunity. That's when you got a quality team when you have depth like Nick Saban builds and now Nate Oates has built it this year. Oh yeah, it's just, it's amazing. And, uh, I just say, but I can't get on these, uh, our fans enough not staying to watch these poor kids. Hey, when Cocker made that three, uh, man against Georgia, hey, the, the top, what few people was left in there, and I was one of them that got to see it, I stood up and I clapped and I yelled and I mean this, all I could do. That poor boy should have had every, every seat in the house who'd have filled up watching him make that three point shot. Did you, you hear what he said, Dad? Dad left early, Pat. Get on him. Well, get on him. Hey, well, your dad, your dad, your dad's old. I can give him (laughs) that. But hey, but but the majority of them people are not, and it's just a darn shame. What does old got to do with it? What's old got to do with it? What are you talking about? What's he talking about? Your game, Barry? Barry? He's talking about Cottrell, the walk on kid, hit a shot late in the game, and the few, everybody had already left because Alabama was up on Georgia so big, and I'm telling you that you weren't there to see Cottrell's shot because you had left early. You were trying to oh, beat the traffic. I, out I of sure, there. I sure did. <laughs> Guilty. Hey, but hey, but coach, hey, coach has got a difficult time. People bouncing into him, wanting autographs, all that kind of yeah, stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's a lot in there. You know. Yes. Yeah, all I didn't want to do is get out of there. That score, where that score is, that score what it was. I was eighty-eight. You, you would love to be coaching against uh, Georgia that night with that score. That'd been fun. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. We agree. All right, y'all have a blessed day. Joe, no, give me a check. Pat agrees with me today. There you go. Your day's made. What if I got Tom to agree with me today? Hell would freeze over. Yeah. Um, how about this? I like Philip Fulmer. I think he did a good job at Tennessee. Tom just flipped his lid. All right. Uh, two minute truck down 1330 Martin Road East. You're looking to make a local move out of town, out of state. You want it to be, uh, easy for you. Now let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today. No move is too big. No move is too small. 205-247. Five zero five zero. It is two minute truck movers who care. Tide one hundred point nine traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a disabled eighteen wheeler on US eighty two eastbound out near the landfill in Coker. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Remember the roadways are wet. Slow down and be careful. Right now, get two thousand dollars off selected models of new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. My name's Mary Kay, and I'm live from the Town Square Media Newsroom. And the city of Tuscaloosa will roll out a new and improved 311 mobile app, giving residents an even better one-stop spot to connect with municipal services. And Tuscaloosa Police and the University of Alabama Police Departments are combining efforts and now have a temporary location right on the Tuscaloosa Strip. But in the future, a permanent location on the Strip is in the works as well. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. 
fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and mild today and tonight. The chance of a few widely scattered showers. The high today 74, the low tonight 59. Tomorrow a very warm day. A mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high in the low 80s at 81. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 63 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closer to you. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Guys, um... Joe, Dad, do y'all think college football lasts too long? I mean, everybody, I look forward to a Saturday. I don't want to rush these games. Uh, it seems like these rule committees now are trying to do everything to get these games over as quick as possible. Is that because you want to be able to put more games on TV and get more advertising money? Um, Dad, do you think college football games are too long? Uh, no, I don't think they are. Joe, do you? Uh, Alabama against Austin Peay is, is too, uh, is too long. Well, that's too long. Yeah, that's because it's a bad game. But okay, Alabama, Auburn, they too long? Nah, sometimes those commercial breaks run long, bro. All right, so here's the rule. High ranking college football leader been reviewing four Pacific changes to clock rules to try to speed these games up. Now, some of them I don't care about. Some of them I think are stupid and ridiculous. One, prohibit consecutive timeouts, icing kickers. No problem. Thumbs up. Two, no longer extending the first or third quarter for an untimed down if the quarter ends on a defensive penalty. The down will be clocked starting the next quarter. Thumb, no problem. Three, um, Let's see here. We're in the third proposal that is garnering wide support, the clock will continue to run after an offense gains a first down, except inside two minutes and a half. Dan, are you for that? Clock continues to run after the first down. Normally a first down, they let you move the chains, get everything set, and then get it rolling. Are you okay with the clock continuing to run? Uh, that really shorten the game. All right, and here's the worst one. This one ticks me off because then it's going to hurt records because the game's going to be in a – the clock will continue to run after an incomplete pass once the ball is spotted for play. No. Incomplete pass and the clock runs. If you do that, then – the games are going to, I mean, can you imagine as many times as Mike Leach threw the ball? Uh, clock continues to run after an incomplete. Are you for that now? Continue to run the clock once they spot the ball after an incomplete pass. Once they spot the ball? Once they spot the ball. Is what so if saying. I miss, if I don't, if it's not complete, it continues to run until I can get the ball in it to, so I can get it and spot it? 
No, I think once, once, the play once, once they the get the play. so like if I throw an incomplete pass now, they spot the ball. The clock still stays off. Now they're saying once the ball is spotted, then the clock runs. The play uh, clock. Once the play, play clock, clock winds. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any problem with that, do you? Is it? Well, I just think it's going. That will shorten the game, but these. I don't know, Joe. What do you think? I don't like that. I don't like that. You're going to burn a lot of clock that way. Yeah, a lot of clock. So you're going to sit there. Now you're only going to have yeah, you are less possessions. Yeah, uh, you are. You're going to burn a bunch of clock. Does that help the team that's more talented or the one that needs more time to get back? Probably the more talented team might suffer if they get down in a situation like that, wouldn't they, Dad? Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure about it. I had to study it, looked at it, I saw it and glanced at it, but I didn't study it much, so I don't know. All right. Anyway, you know, I almost called about that. I, I'm okay. I don't care about the back-to-back timeouts, ice the kicker. Um, but the clock running after an incomplete pass, I got a problem with that. All right. Uh, to the Yellowwood hotline, get Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning. Good morning, Barry. How are you and folks this morning? We're good. We're okay. Listen, did y'all mention anything about, uh, XFL yesterday about AJ's comeback. <laughs> no, he didn't. How did he play? He played good. Did uh, the reason why the reason why I know that, Barry, I I finally uh, went to the next century and I listened to y'all. I, I wasn't able to listen to y'all yesterday, so last night I listened to y'all on your podcast, which is really great for people to the best y'all, and I really enjoyed that. Good. Uh, but uh, he played good. He they were down. About two minutes to go, they're down 15 to three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ scored a touchdown, then it went for three. But they have a rule if you're behind after you score, you can take the ball on a fourth and 15. And if you make it, you, you continue to get the drive. So he scored again and they come back and won, uh, 18 to 15. And what was really cool, then the timeouts, he got to go over and was talking to his three boys. And then, of course, he showed his wife, which we always want to see her, you know. That's good camera. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. And, and after the game, the boys come out there, two of them did. And, and he was real emotional, you know, because they were there while he was playing. So uh I, I thought it was pretty cool for him to get back like that and play like that. The first half, the line... They were, they were eating him up. They were killing him, you know. But then they then they went out and switched the line, and uh, they come back one. Hmm. Good stuff there, yeah. I, I I did see that he was playing. Probably should have paid more attention to it. So I guess he, uh, you know, still wants to get back to the NFL. Uh, and the only way to do that is to play and play well. So uh, I know he's one of Dad's yeah. favorite quarterbacks ever at uh, Alabama. So hopefully I just thought he was so accurate. Too. I just thought he was so Mine accurate. Too. Mine yeah. too. Yeah. He's got something nobody else has gotten to play there. Of course, yeah. he only, he won two of them, but he's got three of them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, and another thing that it, I don't know if you're on here or not, I read where our swimming and diving team got 12 medals over the week. Did you hear anything about that? I didn't. Yeah. And that's good. You know, usually we talk about Auburn and that. And the reason why I didn't call your state, guys, I was so distraught. When I was watching that Vanderbilt and Auburn game, the way they lost like that, I just couldn't sleep. That hurt you? <laughs> you know better than that. I lost a game like that this year, too. On a, the guy went the length of the floor and hit a layup at the yeah. buzzer. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, and, my defense played about as good as Auburn's. Tell you one thing, that was a very costly game because it puts it puts Auburn and, uh, with Vanderbilt on a head-to-head deal, deal and it can be the difference in fifth and fourth. Yeah. As, as a, that was a big loss. Yep. And my, ne- my nephew, great-nephew, you know, to play baseball, he's playing with Spartman and the freshman at, uh, on, on the varsity. And they won both games at Huntsville last night. Uh, we'll try to go see him play some, but yeah, he's he's playing as a freshman, which you know uh, I'm glad to hear that. But uh, no, uh, I think uh, why you see the ball game tomorrow night, guy? Alabama at South Carolina. Uh, I think Alabama will take care of Bill. They, they probably won't play great over there because they won't. I don't understand. Like they got the LSU playing at six at home, and South Carolina playing at nine at home. That makes no sense. You would think we'd get to pick who, you know, like I know Coach was when when he was probably in that situation. You would get to pick when we wanted to play. But you don't like get to pick, but they just shouldn't take the uh, Eastern Time Zone team and play them at nine, and the Central Time Zone team and play them at six. That yeah, makes that, no sense. Whoever, that is that is that is. That's a stupid schedule, right? Yeah, there. because that would be seven. Cl- that would be seven in Columbia, which would be perfect. Right. But instead, they're doing it at nine. So. Hey, I, I couldn't believe that neither. You know, I mean, eight. Well, I'm sorry. Crazy. Some people have to work. You know. Yeah. You know, especially in you know in Alabama. You know, those people. That's too late. They need to let us do it. They need to let us do it for them, uh, Bryce. Yeah. All uh, right. So, well, how's, uh, you said Max team won the championship. Huh? That was great to hear that. Yeah, it was all coaching. All coaching. Uh, all coaching. You coached him, right? Yeah. And, and I heard about the, your rebounder was out for a few minutes. Yeah, he had to go to the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. So you did listen yesterday. All right. Thank you, Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it too. I'm glad I figured out how to do that. All right, you know? Hey. Hey, you know, I was real lucky about this E school, Barry. E learning. I think you took a, yeah, you learning. I, I think that happened after COVID because my daughter had already been in school. I think COVID's what started that crap. Yeah, well, it needs to stop. Thank you, Bryce. It, it, All right, uh, hey, <coughs> first and main condos, the three bedroom, two and a half bath condominiums down in the historic district of downtown Norport. Great location, uh, right down there. They got the great shops, the places to eat. You're literally two minutes to downtown Tuscaloosa, five minutes to the University of Alabama. Inside the condominiums, you got stainless steel appliances, granite countertops, uh, throughout the internet and direct TV are provided in each condominium. 10 foot ceilings, large patios with upper level river views, easy access to the river walk. They're secure with the cameras and the gate, uh, right there to get in. Give them a call today to make the tour. Tell them you heard it on inside the locker in one month, free rent. 205. 205- Six five seven seven four six five or go to first and main condos dot com. Kevin Skarbinski is next. You listen to Tide One Hundred Point Nine. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a disabled 18-wheeler on US 82 eastbound out near the landfill in Coker. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Remember, the roadways are wet. Slow down and be careful. Right now, get $2,000 off selected models of new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9.
me another drink Cause I don't wanna feel a thing No more, hell no I just wanna sip it till the pain wears off Pour me, pour me another round Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If you want to make it last, uh, the weather's bad today, but if you had built with Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. I get to the Yellowwood hotline. He is director of communication, director of communications with the Coach Safely program. Also works rights. Can't get my words out this morning for the Birmingham lead in AL.com. Joins us every Tuesday, Kevin Skarbinski. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm great, fellas. How are you? Good morning. morning. Um, good. Kevin, I, uh, I guess Nike had a football coaching clinic. Looks like they did a, I guess, uh, your buddy, the former coach at UAB was maybe in charge of getting the speakers. And wow, did he get a lineup? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, looks like Dabo Sweeney, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, Brian Kelly, and more. Uh, we're out there. Just talk a little bit about uh, that clinic. Were you out there and just, uh, you know, what you heard there? Yeah, it was uh, it was a really cool event for Birmingham. Nike stages what they call their Coach of the Year clinics across the country, but they only have seven of them, seven of them this year. And they hadn't been in person because of the pandemic. They'd, they'd been uh, virtual uh, for the last couple of years. So this is the first time they've been back in person in a while. And yeah, Bill Clark, uh, and his longtime assistant at UAB, who's now, uh, got, uh, joined Rich Rodriguez's staff at Jacksonville State, Randy Pippen. They organized it. They got the speakers. They got, you know, they secured the, the locations. They, they put the whole thing together from, from start to finish. And it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Some great, uh, a great lineup of, of speakers there. And I, yeah, I was down. It was, it was Thursday, Friday and Saturday. I was down there Friday and Saturday. At different times, I did a presentation for Coach Safely on Saturday, and it, so it was really cool. And I caught up with with Dabo, uh, who was in town, and and you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dabo in that setting. I'd never seen him in that setting, but he was—I mean, he was Dabo. He was so engaged with the high school coaches, and there were high school coaches. There were about three hundred coaches at this clinic, all told, and they came from. Gosh, they came from just about every SEC state. There were guys there from Texas, from Florida, from Mississippi. Somebody from Kentucky was there because Dabo was asking them when he was speaking where they all were from. And then, of course, a lot of coaches from this state, high school coaches. And there were middle, some middle school, actually some youth coaches. Uh, there was some youth coaches there from a travel team in Houston. So this was, this was a pretty big deal. And, they had it at Protective Stadium and the Western Hotel downtown at the Uptown area. So just a really, like I said, a really cool event. And Dabo, you know, it's it's amazing to think Dabo uh, kind of sparked the idea for the column. And he said this is 20 years ago is when he got back into coaching at Clemson. Tommy Bowden called him. It was February of 2003. And, you know, he'd been out of coaching after Alabama fired uh, Mike DuBose and that staff. Dabo was on the staff. Uh, Franchoni did not keep him, so he worked in private business for a couple of years and w- always wanted to get back into coaching, of course. And he thought, I, I hear something I didn't remember, guys. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Mike Price had originally offered him a job on his staff as the tight ends coach. And then, remember, Price had to go coach the Rose Bowl with Washington State. He came back, 
And Dabo was all excited about going back to Alabama. Of course, I mean, it's his alma mater. He had already been there for eight years as a player and coach and, or 12 years, I, I think at that point. And, and when Price came back from the uh, Rose Bowl, he, Dabo couldn't get a hold of him. He started to get nervous. And finally, he, Price called him and said, listen, uh, because I've got both of my sons on the staff, I need an older SEC veteran. And so he was, he, so he hired, he was going to go with Sparky Woods. Yeah. And the ironic thing is, Dabo had more SEC experience than Sparky did at that time. Uh, so that, so it just so happened that Tom, out of the blue, Tommy Bowden called him. It was just, uh, you know, very fortunate. And of course, he had never, Dabo had never lived out of state. He went to Clemson and the rest is history. He's done what they've done at Clemson. And you, you tend to, I think, forget about it. But, you know, Alabama's won 10 or more games for 15 straight years. That's a new record. Uh, Clemson's right behind at 12. They've done it for, and Clemson's done something Alabama hasn't done. They've won a postseason game, at least one, every year in the last 12 years. Not even Alabama's done that. That's got to be some kind of a record. So, and that's playoff game or conference championship game, you know, or bowl game. And Clemson's won at least one of those, like I said, every year for 12 years. So, those, again, it was just kind of cool catching up with Dabo, and he's uh, he's still Dabo after all these years. Yeah, Dad, uh, I have heard him speak, and whew, he speaks long. Uh, at those clinics, mm. real long. At those clinics, normally they d- tell more stories than X and O football, but coaches. Well, that don't. was cool. Hey, you know what's cool about it is he did both, yeah. and they were on the clock though. Bill Bill Clark ran a tight ship, so well, he knows that. Uh, Dabo couldn't <laughs> Dabo couldn't get everything in. Yeah, Dabo couldn't get everything in, but he his. He did tell stories, of course, but his his uh, teaching topic was wide receiver play, okay. which, of course, is the position he played at Alabama and he coached as uh, at Alabama and at, and at Clemson as well. And and it was I mean, it was so it was interesting to me, just the inside knowledge, you know, the number of different releases that they have for a receiver to get off the line and how you do those, you know, just in your hand hand placement, your footwork. It was very detailed and, and very interesting. And I can tell you this, the people in that room, those coaches in that room, they were, he had them wrapped around his finger. I mean, they were paying, they're, they're taking videos, they're taking pictures, they're writing things down in notebooks. I mean, they really, it was a really educational experience and I think entertaining as well. Uh, before dad jumps in, uh, I think I read your column. I think you said this and I agree with you. If, of course, time will tell what, what's happening whenever coach walks away. Uh, but Kevin, don't you really think that Dabo should be, if it happens here within the next five to six years, that Dabo should be the first call that if Greg Burns here, that he makes to replace Nick Saban? Yes, I, I still believe that. And I did say that in the column. You know, it's, uh, and I don't know where Dabo's heart is on that. I didn't ask him about that sure. at this point. There's no, there's no point in, in asking sure. him that. But, but look, I, there is no, there is no, uh, first of all, you, I, I, Nick Saban has proven you don't have to have Alabama ties to be successful as the Alabama football coach. So I don't think it should be a prerequisite. So I think they should have a, an open mind when that time comes. Greg Byrne and if he's still there, which I imagine he will be. Uh, and whoever else assists him, they, yeah, they should have an open mind. But when you have a guy that is, he's an Alabama guy through and through, there's no question. Uh, yes, his loyalty is to Clemson. He has built a legacy there of his own. And so he may never want to leave there. But if you're Alabama, I think uh, it just, it, to me, it's a no brainer. He's had success at the highest level. He's won national championships. He had to go through Nick Saban in Alabama to win both of those national championships. 
He's been consistent. They, again, they've been, over the last 12 years, they've been the best program in America outside of Alabama. And there's no disputing that. The record proves it. Now, George is hot now. Uh, if Kirby does this for another six years or so, then we can put him in that category. But, but no, what, what they've done is extraordinary. And we know what this state, you could hear it in his voice when he was talking to those high school coaches, what this state still means to him. Uh, you know, he was, he, he grew up behind West End High School in Birmingham. You know, he moved to Pelham when he was five and, you know, when it was the sticks, as he said, and it was a big deal when they put in a cracker barrel. Uh, you know, he is, he, Alabama is in his blood and at the University of Alabama is in his blood. So it, it, it would be special, I think, if you brought him home. I don't know if he wants to come home, but yes, you certainly have to gauge his interest. Sure. And let, here's something to think about too, guys. As the game changes and we're, you know, people are wondering about the future of the Pac-12 now and the ACC, it's going to be interesting over the next few years to keep your eye on how are they and is Clemson able to continue to compete on a national level as the media rights deals for the Big Ten and then the and the SEC are going through the roof. There's going to be an even bigger disparity between the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Floridas, and the Clemsons, uh, and North Carolinas and Miamis of the world. And is it going to be a good thing to be in the ACC five or ten or fifteen years from now? And remember, Dabo's only fifty-three. Yep. He has a lot of years left to coach. Sure, Dab. So with all this money difference, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, the NIL money for these schools in the Big Ten and the SEC will outnumber the, you know, I know it's rather how much money they give it, how much money my buddy Jim Laranaga gave gave a basketball player at Miami. Ooh. I wonder how he got so good, they got so good so quick, but they had somebody that was close to the school that had all kind of money. I forgot who it was. That's okay. That lawyer down there, that his name is Ruiz. Yeah, He's a fascinating character, and he hates the University of Florida. He yeah. goes out of his way to keep guys from the University of Florida, not just get well, them to Miami. Oh, Jim, that's, that's a story in and of itself. Yeah, I'm gonna get Jim on the show next week sometime. But uh, oh, you cool. know, it, it just shows up. It shows up. You know, if, if I'm in if I'm in California, and I'm gonna get a bunch of money from Ohio State, Alabama. Um, not the quarterback at Tennessee, eighty-eight and out the gate. I mean, went from California went to Tennessee. I, it's really going to, and I don't know how, I don't know how you handle this, uh, and be under the, be within the law. And, and I don't, I, the recruiting part is, is to me, it's just unbelievable. I, I don't know how you handle it. <laughs> well, that, see, when that's, that's a fascinating thing to watch. And you know, the uh, NCA has made a li- little bit of noise about policing this, but uh, until they do, until they make an exam, until they bring a case against someone for using NIL as an absolute recruiting inducement, which is still against the rules as they're written, not as they're practiced, but as they're written. But unless they enforce that rule, you know, everybody's, it's, it, you know, it's the old highway analogy. Yeah, the speed limit may be 70, but if everybody's going 100 and they're not giving any tickets, then the speed limit's 100. You know, so, if everybody's doing this, and, and pretty much everybody is, or well, it seems like the majority of people are, uh, they're using it for recruiting. And as long as they can do that and there are no repercussions, they'll continue to do that. And that will just, again, will increase the advantage of the bigger schools and the bigger conferences. Yeah, I just think it's going to increase it. I think it's going, when you look at a 14-team league or 16-team league, you're going to have some people at the bottom of that thing is, you know, they're, not being 
not being disrespectful to anybody, but the bottom of the SEC in basketball this year is horrible. I mean, the top, bottom four teams. Yeah. Are, I mean, awful. Yeah. And, and, and so, you're liable to get disparity there in football, you know, in football because they can't raise the kind of money that, uh, that other schools can get. And, you know, a lot of disparity on the, on the, in the Pac 12 as well. That's a great, you know, that's a great point. When you think about it, because what is, what is the one thing that the SEC in particular, other, other leagues do it as well, but, but it's been true for the most part for the SEC in basketball and football. They can say, you know, the strength of the league from top to bottom. Yeah. And that's what separates. And that's why when an S, like right now, an SEC team plays eight football games, eight conference games, while other leagues for the most part play nine. And they can say, well, yeah, but eight SEC games is more of a grind than nine Pac-12 games or, or nine Big 12 games, you know? Well, is that going to, is that still going to be a valid argument going forward if it does create even more of a gap between the haves and the have-nots? And you don't have the strength of the league from top to bottom. Uh, as we're seeing, you know, as we're seeing in basketball, I mean, we've got, I mean, let's be honest, there's, there's some bad basketball teams in the SEC this year. Ooh, there sure is. You know, uh, there's some very good ones. There's one, one really good one, but yeah, there's some Alabama, other good ones, but there's some. Alabama's so yeah. far ahead of the rest of them. It's not funny. Oh, uh, yep. Um, uh, go ahead, Barry. I had something else. Uh, uh, Gavin, there's some recommendations on, uh, rule changes in football. It seems like we're trying to speed up life. Uh, like, I don't think college football, I, I enjoy college football games and, uh, I never looked at them as too long. Maybe baseball, yes. And they're looking at ways to maybe, although I don't like them ending games in seven innings on a run rule in baseball because you got pitchers in there that may need to throw. But, uh, your thoughts, uh, I don't mind the first one. No consecutive timeouts to ice kickers. No problem. No longer extending the first and third. Quarter for untimed downs, no problem. It's the last one. Yeah, almost never happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the uh, the clock will continue to run after an incomplete pass once the ball is spotted for play. Is that a good change yeah. if they were to do that? No, I, I just no. don't like that. Yeah. Why, what are we? What are we doing here? Why are we changing the? Yeah, Barry. That's you know what? I'm glad. I you know I'm glad you're off on because I'm I'm off on that rant. I haven't even. I haven't even really I discussed it with my with my son down in Gainesville on the phone yesterday. Why are we changing the game? Yeah. And who who goes to a college? Look, you know that if you're going to sit down in front of your television or if you're going to go to Bryant Denny Stadium, you know it's it's a the game itself is a three and a half hour three three hour fifteen minute three and a half hour experience, right? Right. But who wants less? I mean, we we want more college football, right? Why are we trying to shorten the thing that we love? That, that brings us so much enthusiasm and excitement that we look forward to all year long and it goes by way too quickly to the season itself, but we want to shorten the games. Uh, you know, here, here's the problem. The way to shorten the games is to reduce the number and the length of commercials, but they're not going to do that because that's how television makes its money. And that's why television is able to spend that money on these rights deals that they throw at the conferences. So they're not going to address. That's the real issue. Is well, the commercial? Well, I mean, can you? Is Let's it, be is honest. It also that's gonna, the real problem. Yeah, is it going to allow them? Okay, if we cut these games down, we make it get another game on TV and make more money. Is it about that? What is it about? Like, you know, sometimes I drive to a high school game and I drive so far and I look up and say, "Man, this game's already in the third quarter. Like, this thing's going so fast." You know, 
Why are yes. they trying to speed up life so much? Let's bring these freshmen in when they're high, supposed to be high school seniors. Let's get them in here in January. Everybody is trying to speed up life. Enjoy life, Kevin. No, exactly. You're, you're telling me. Hey. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're telling I, me. I, I, uh, I, I, guy, hey, listen. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you, boy, that, that, that feeling you just described, Barry, when you, when you go to, especially if you go to a game, you know, and, and it's like, oh my gosh, this game is, there's only 10 minutes left. It's like, where did the time go? I, I want, I want it to last longer. Yeah. Especially if it's a really ex exciting game. And, and, and so, yeah, what is the point? Why do we not just enjoy the games? We know it's not, you know, I, I'm not on the clock here, which is what amazes me. I said this, uh, I said this on Twitter at the Alabama Gonzaga game back in December. And, and with, I don't know, a minute or two left, some Alabama fans started to leave because it became apparent they were not going to come back. They were going to lose the game. And I'm thinking, okay, it's two o'clock because the game started early. It was about two o'clock. On a beautiful Saturday, December afternoon, why are you leaving with one minute left in the game? Right. What advantage are you gaining? What I mean, do you, unless you truly have an appointment you have to get to, which makes me question why you went to the game in the first place, because would you not have stayed if it had gone to double overtime? I, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, I don't think it helps the game. And don't change the game fundamentally. And if you do that with the... With uh, stopping yeah, the, the clock after incomplete passes, that's crazy to me. Well, I mean, if that's you crazy. if you get down, the clock's running so much. I don't think it gives you a chance to come back because well, the clock's point, running my, out. So. Here's my question: You the the pass is the pass is incomplete. Yeah, you're trying to go over and get the football for whoever's got it. The guy that's got it is going to hold on to it because he's ahead. He didn't catch the pass. Well, they'll stop it till you spot the ball. <laughs> oh, they'll stop it. They so stop. I thought you told me they told kept the, it. Kept when it when running. you spot the ball, they yeah. start running again. Normally, just yeah. told the spot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I thought you said they kept running. Well, it does the once they spot the ball. And normally now when they spot the ball, it doesn't run at all until you snap the ball. Now it'll. Right. Well, so whatever, when right. they set it, that's another 35 seconds they can run off the clock. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. They want to make it, it well, again, they're going to, well, and then the, uh, they want to make it more like the NFL. Oh, and oh, and not stopping the clock after first down. Yeah, you know now in college they will stop the clock after a first down, but the NFL does not do that. So why why do we want to make college football more like the NFL? It's it's become more like professional football in so many ways, especially off the field. Can we not let it be college football? Can we not have, let it have its own unique set of rules? Can we not just enjoy the game and understand that hey, it's going to last? Again, it's going to last about three and a half hours. Don't we enjoy football? Isn't that why we watch? What is our hurry? Yeah. Why? What's our hurry in life? And that's uh, there's there's my get off my lawn statement for. Today. Will you help me with another <laughs> rant I'm on today, Kevin? Here in Tuscaloosa, I will. I'm, I'm in a rant kind of mood right, today. In, in Tuscaloosa today, Kevin, we're having e-learning day, so the kids aren't going to school. They're going to do it on their computer. Well, they were out yesterday for President's Day. People got to work. They got spring break coming up in three weeks. Why are we having e-learning day, Kevin? I want to know when our when school meant <laughs> not going to school. Yeah, yes. I, 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 listen, I am with you on that, Barry. I will I will shout from the mountains alongside you on this point. Yeah, in Jefferson County, they had an e, they had e-learning day on Friday. And then they had President's Day yesterday, so they had a four-day weekend. And let me—I can tell you, listen, my—I have two sons. My uh, younger son is a senior in high school, so I've been a part. So I—I I know how this works. 
And I can tell you, and, and my, my sons were, you know, pretty good students, especially my younger son who really works hard in school. I mean, he does stuff in his spare time. He amazes me. He wants to be an astronaut, so he didn't get that from me, obviously. But anyway, on, you know what happens on e-learning day? Not one bit of Nothing. learning. There Nothing. is no learning going on on e-learning day. There are there are video games going on. No doubt. There are you know they're out playing basketball or playing tennis or whatever they do, but they ain't learning. And those teachers who are supposed to give them assignments, most of them aren't even giving them assignments. And the only one that gave my son an assignment, it was a it was a crossword puzzle or something like that, which was make work had nothing to do with his education. Thank you, thank you. I knew we would. So right I, knew we, I knew we would agree on that. Next I'm, week, marching, I'm marching right next to you, Barry. All right, next week we'll talk about NI on transfer portal because we won't agree on that. So we don't have to always agree. <laughs> okay. All right, tell it's everybody, more fun if we don't. Tell everybody uh, where they can find all your great information. Yes, uh, they'll go to the lead, and that's Birmingham Lead, L E D E dot com, to get a subscription to uh, the new publication put out by uh, the folks who put out the Birmingham News, which sadly is going away. Uh, at the end of this month and well, only a week or so from now, I guess. And, uh, and it's every day it is a, it's like a newspaper that's delivered right to your email inbox. It's a lot of good material, a lot of good talented journalists, a uh, bunch of people from uh, AL.com won a nice national award yesterday for some of the reporting they did in the last year on the news side. And then I write twice a week, every Sunday, every Thursday, although occasionally I, we move my Thursdays to Friday depending on the subject, but. Check it out. It's Birmingham Lead, L-E-D-E dot com. And then go to coachsafely.org, please. Uh, if you're a youth coach in this, in this state, if you're a youth sports parent or grandparent or aunt or uncle and you have little ones that play sports, uh, make sure their coaches trained and coaches make sure you get trained because it is a law in the state of Alabama. Uh, ask Nick Saban. He, he's really supported us. Uh, Dr. Jimmy Robinson is part of, was part of putting the, the online course together. It's a course of injury recognition and prevention so you can keep those kids safe so you know what to do. A terrible tragedy in New Jersey, guys, on Friday. A 12-year-old boy mm. uh, practicing football, doing conditioning drills. He collapsed and died. Mm. And, not, and according to the mom, one of the coaches called to apologize and said none of those coaches were trained in CPR use. Mm. That is terrible. Oh. In this state, it is a law that you be trained in CPR use. And if you – well, you be trained in that subject – and the, our Coach Safely course has a module, about a five-minute module, on sudden cardiac arrest, how to use an AED, how to administer CPR. So go to CoachSafely.org because we don't want those kind of things to happen ever to anyone, and let's do everything we can to prevent it. Thank you, Kevin. E-learning is like everybody getting Thank a trophy. E-learning is like everybody getting a trophy, Kevin. I don't like either one of them. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> I hear you. See huh. you guys. Uh, anyway. All right, Dad, tell me about Constant Companion before we get to break here. Well, Constant Companions, outstanding people. I, uh, they, as I told you, Sam went down there yesterday. He spaded and they called me yesterday morning. The doctor did to tell me that she did great. And they called me uh, yesterday afternoon to, uh, tell me that she was continuing to do great. I hope somebody's getting this. I hear music. No, you got it. Go ahead. Um, it's 205 Constant Companion, uh, Knows what they're doing. I, I tell you that right now because this animal is important to me. So, uh, if you need some help with your animal, a dog or cat or whatever it might be, call Dr. F Scott Foster and tell him you heard on inside the locker room. All right. One thing also, the Alabama one, your first time home buyer. They had a Fannie Mae home ready first time home buyer 
Mortgage a program designed to help eager buyers get into your first home. Competitive rates, down payments as low as 3%. Gift funds allowed. Go to www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. I have the mortgage. I have the car loan and I have the credit card. And the people out at Alabama One, oh, it makes that place so outstanding. We also want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, we'll talk Tuscaloosa Toyota with Justin Troll when we get back from break. You listen to Tide 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a disabled 18-wheeler on US 82 eastbound out near the landfill in Coker. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. Remember, the roadways are wet. Slow down and be careful. Right now, get $2,000 off selected models of new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer, and I'm Captain Ray. Dell Technology Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather mostly cloudy and mild today and tonight the chance of a few widely scattered showers the high today 74 the low tonight 59 tomorrow a very warm day a mixture of clouds and sunshine the high in the low 80s at 81 I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9 it's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa a town square media station WTUG HD2 Northport W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. State Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. He's my agent. Let him become yours. I did 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give him a call today. 205-722-9201 to go to the Andrew Knifer Facebook page for more information. I made the change a couple years ago. Andrew's taking great care of me. All right. Every Tuesday around 8805, we're going to talk Tuscaloosa Toyota. And we got our main man out there, Justin Troll. Good morning, Justin. How you doing, sir? Hey, Justin. Good morning. Doing good. Kind of a miserable day, but um, everything's good, man. How are you guys? Oh, we're good, Justin. Um, all right, Justin. As you know, Dad does the Blue Plate Special. Last year, not last season, but two years ago, he was fourteen and one. It was the hit of the uh, show, and everybody always wanted to know uh, what is Blue Plate Special. This year, still a big time record. Uh, there, and I know you guys out at Tuscaloosa Toyota, you guys have some blue plate specials out there as well. Tell the listeners about what they can get out there. Yeah, man, it's a, um, it's, it's a, it's a great time right now. You know, we went through phases where, you know, the market's up and down and used car prices are up, which meant trade-ins, you know, were up and, you know, the new car prices were higher. But, but right now, you know, at Tuscaloosa Toyota, all of our models that we sell the most of, like Tacoma and Camry and Corolla, RAV4, Highlander, all those models that we don't have any problems selling, they all have rebates. They all have special financing, Barry. And, you know, you've heard the 
oh, mortgage rates are high right now and, and rates are up and all that kind of stuff. You can get, you can get these rates as low as in the twos right now. Wow. I mean, that is a unbelievable deal right now with the way interest rates and stuff are. So, so special financing right now on, on a lot of our models, we've got discounts on some of our Tacomas like TRD off roads. Um, man, we got a lot of good stuff going on right now. And, um, it's just a really good time. Um, you know, the trade in values are still high. Um, and, and, and like I've told you, uh, last week, Barry, we run, we run a lot of specials. People only think when we think about, you know, dealerships and stuff, you think about buying a car. Wow. At the rental rates and stuff right now, we have a full assortment of rental cars to choose from at really good rates. If you're looking for a rental and then our service department, you know, it's hard to believe that we run a minimum of 150 cars through there a day and sometimes as many as 200. And so those that, that we have a lot of specials going on right now. You can set your appointment up in the service department and get your car serviced around your schedule and get some great things like, for instance, in, in, in April, if you're planning on tires, buy three, get one for a dollar. I know it's at the end of February, but April will be here before you know it. Yeah. If it's going to be time for tires in the next month, if you can hold out to April, buy three, get one free in April. But we got a lot of stuff going on right now and it's a great time to be a buyer. The consumer is a great time right now. Obviously at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Uh, Justin, tell the listener, uh, what they need to do. They want to come in. Hey, I, I'm just looking at whatever stage they're at. You guys will take them down there, uh, kind of get a game plan on what they're looking for, the price range they're looking for, and then walk them through step by step. No pressure. Uh, but everybody wants a new car, man, or, or a, a pre-owned car that's really, really nice. Talk about, talk to the listener about what they can do to, to make that, that dream happen. Well, I don't know how Coach at, um, studies the blue plate, um, and I don't know. Man, I, don't I don't either. I, I don't know. I don't know how you called it last week, and I tried to get you to educate me when Alabama went to Tennessee. But I will say this: I don't know if that was Wimp's blue plate, but I know my conversation with you was is we were going to go to Tennessee, and it was just set up for defeat. Yeah. You no. Know, so so no no different than than studying how you how you set the blue plate up. You all you have to do is it's very simple. If you pull up TuscaloosaToyota.com, Michael Anderson and David and all those guys have our website. It's the most easiest thing to navigate you've ever seen. It's very simple. If you're looking for something specific, type it in the search bar. It'll bring it right up. So, for instance, if you're looking for a great deal on a Tacoma, you type in Tacoma. If you're looking for a way to get to our service department to set up an appointment, maybe you're wanting to buy your car and never have to talk to me. Um, until it's at the end, maybe you want to get some stuff set up for financing. It's private. You can go on, you can get approved. You can do every single thing possible before you ever step foot on our dealership at TuscaloosaToyota.com, which they have made the easiest way to navigate through something. I mean, it is so, it's so simple. So TuscaloosaToyota.com. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a two-vehicle wreck on U.S. 82 eastbound near Upper Columbus Road with delays. U.S. 43 and 69 both congested coming into McFarland. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Get the deal of a lifetime now at Townsend Nissan. $2,000 off selected models, interest rates as low as 0%, and great selection. I'm Captain Ray. Make plans. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and mild today and tonight. The chance of a few widely scattered showers. The high today, 74. The low tonight, 59. Tomorrow, a very warm day. A mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high in the low 80s and 81. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. But it was all that I could do to keep from crying. Phone. Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected from unwanted pests this winter. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room and get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, uh, I've had several listeners text me. Uh says, please note that due to limited ticket availability, we are unable to accept requests for the first and second rounds in Birmingham. Now, I'm going to call Chris Nix today, his group, the 980 groups, over that a bit, and I'm going to get a better understanding as to why. But season ticket holders don't know why, and they're upset right now. I get to the uh, Alabama One hotline. I want to talk about season ticks. Freddie, good morning, Freddie. How you doing? Morning. Doing great. How are you all doing? Good. We're... We're season ticket holders since 1986. And just to show you my age, I go back to when your dad and Coach Riley were over in Foster Auditorium. Yes, sir. All right. We bought tickets to Birmingham back in October through the NCAA. Okay. We got the same email yesterday afternoon. Okay. But the email also does say for the next two rounds, even the final four, you can place a ticket order the university. Yes, sir. And we do have baseball season tickets, gymnastic season tickets, football season tickets, and basketball season tickets. So that may make a difference to some people. I don't know. Why do you think that? So you think they pre-sold so many early, now there's just not enough to uh, to meet everybody's demand? Because everybody knows Alabama's going to play in Birmingham. Uh, Freddie, what, does, you got yours, so I guess you're okay. You probably would like to have gotten more uh, why is it, do you think, that you don't have the right to at least have a chance to get some? Well, even the Gonzaga game in Birmingham, you had to go through Birmingham to buy those tickets. Yeah. And it's almost like they're sliding us season ticket holders that was there through all the bad years. Sure. And uh, they they aren't really giving us any kind of preference, even though they want us to buy season tickets. I mean, to show you how, how long I've been getting them, we sitting on row five. Uh, and, I mean, we're, we're there almost in the center court, row five. We've been there for, for years. Uh, and I really believe what it is, they only got a limited number. Sure. The demand, the demand is so high, they're taking the top echelon of givers 
contributors, donors, and those are the ones that's taking up the ticket that they've got for Birmingham. Right. And we aren't in that upper echelon of money <laughs> to, to qualify for those. But uh, I'm sure, you know, I don't know where they got 5000 4000 3000 I don't know. But the guy that you're going to talk to at the university could probably tell you how they're going to be allotted. Yeah, well, I know they had some pre I had a guy just text me that says you can still buy upper level tickets, but Joe's looking at it saying that's not true. So, uh, Joe. Not through BJCC.org, where they're advertising, uh, there's still the button active for buy now tickets, but when I clicked to click on it, it said no tickets available. I'm looking at Ticketmaster yeah. and seeing you can buy it on the secondary market, but not through the BJCC, yeah. not through their website. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, thank you. I want to thank you for, for being, uh, watching this play when we weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, that was after you. Yeah, I, I don't think he was talking about the eighties. <laughs> no, we went to Louisville and we saw that uh, that game in Louisville, and our plans were to go over to Cincinnati the next day because we get tickets for that that tournament. Didn't come back and watch y'all win the region. When we lost, <clears throat> I was with my brother. We were up in Clark coming back to Tuscaloosa, <laughs> but uh, I, I saw the last game in Foster's and the first game in. Coleman. Wow. And, uh, I, we but I, was th- I was thanking you for coming for the games that we were we, for the years that we weren't very <laughs> Bad, good. We, we came. I mean, when there's only been three or four thousand people there, yeah. you know, because uh, we, we wanted to support you. Uh, sure did. But uh, you remember when the high school kids come in the side door there at Foster? Sure. And sit up on the uh, stage. Sure. And so uh, that, that's you know with uh, J.W. Barry and. Bob Andrews and Gally Turner, all that group. Yeah, all those. All, I don't know about Bob Andrews, but all those, all those guys have passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember the tragic down at uh, Fountain Blue Apartments, where one of the, you know, the, the, the ball players had that accident, and yeah, it's Gally Turner. That was the yeah, Gally Turner. That's right. And he was a good ball player. And, Thank you. Uh, All right, let me ask you one quick question. Sure. Am I right, and y'all used to sort of travel as pairs and teams, and you played on Saturday and Monday? Right, we did. Back then. I thought that was right. Somebody told me the other day, oh, that couldn't be right. Oh, yeah, we played Saturday, and we played Tennessee on Saturday and Kentucky on Monday. Kentucky on Monday. That's right. Yeah. And usually you beat both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Freddie, I appreciate you picking up the phone and calling. Uh, and I had another guy just text me that for some reason Alabama only got 400 tickets he heard. I don't know what the situation is yeah. there. Yeah. Thank you, Freddie. You can still, you, you can still get the, the next round through the university right now. And you can get up to four. Uh, on, on our email, it said we could get four. For the next two rounds of the final four. Yeah, I think I don't think it'll guarantee you the four, but you can put in four of them, and then if they're there, you can get them. Thank you, Freddie. Okay, have a good day. All right, uh, there. Get back up to the um, Alabama one hotline and get uh, Tom on the show. Good morning, Tom. Morning, morning, Barry. Morning, Coach. How are y'all? We're good. We're fair. What a great, what a great fan Freddie is. I love him. Nice. I love that he picked up the phone and called. I got. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Freddie yeah, needs I, tickets. I, Freddie needs tickets in, in the BJCZ lower level. Let's hook him up, Tom. I wish, I wish, and if I could, I would, but you know, uh, he, he's, uh, 
He's the fans I admire. The people that sit on the floor around uh, uh, the basketball arena that we have, I, I really love those people, uh, and I appreciate them. You know, they wouldn't be sitting there if they didn't give money. And uh, and, and I appreciate the, what the boosters do uh, for Alabama. And all these people talking about, oh, let's run them off and put some snot nose down there. I tell you what, you better think twice about it when you start running them off uh, because they, they, they give a lot of money, and they should be respected. Don't, they don't they should, the they should. Um, but also, when I was in South Carolina, they never had, well, prior to us getting there. This is Alabama. No, this no, 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 no. Let me get my point. Okay. Is they didn't have a tied pride program there. So people were just buying the tickets and they were way behind financially. So then they said, you know what? We got to get up to what everybody else is in the SEC is. So we got to have a, a, a program, the Gamecock Club, where you, you give a certain amount of money to have the right to purchase these tickets. And they knew that the guys like Freddie were going to be unhappy and they knew they were doing them wrong. But at the same time, they had to try to keep up with everybody else in the league and what they were already doing. So I, it's a tough thing. Like I understood. It's sad to me. It's, it's sad, sad to me. But what do you do, Tom? Cause you want them to win. And I know, I know. Yeah. I, I just, I, I just tell you, I just got a lot of respect for the people that are willing to give their money and the people that like Freddie, he's with it, you know, all the years, good and bad. I just, I just got a tremendous amount of respect for fans like that. But you know, I'm not a finance guy. I barely can rub two damn nickels together. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I do. I, I look and I see, and I and I know that a lot of stuff that we have is because of the generosity of people that can rub two nickels together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's uh. These, these are tough situations, uh, because you've got to generate the revenue. Uh, and so when they, when, know, when Barry, they made, got, you, when they made that change at South Carolina, they really made a lot of people really mad. I mean, uh, no. but you know, I looked at it from both sides. I thought they had to do it, you know, and, and those people. Hey, you were getting a deal all these years. There ain't no deals in this stuff no more. And it, it's, it's a shame to be honest with you. There is no right answer here. Uh, Tom. I agree. But Barry, I, I do, after listening to you, uh, 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 for the last two or three years and your take, I understand where you're coming from because you're kind of in what I call the bowels of the situation. And that is you see where the money is needed. You see where money is going. Uh, and, and what it can be and can't be, but, and I appreciate that point of view, by the way. And, uh, but can I say one more thing? Sure. I don't get out. Sure. Uh, last week I called in, I was critical of, uh, the Tuscaloosa News and the coverage of high school basketball. But today I want to say thank you because I thought they went overboard with covering Alice yesterday and their win over Benson. And that I really appreciate what they did and thank you for your coverage. Well, you know, it's interesting. Somebody sent me that article and I appreciated that the Aliceville. Yeah. Player, they gave us credit for putting them through some tough. Well, Barry, I really, <laughs> I really believe that TA pushed us 
to another level. And yeah. I mean, I saw it in the first game uh, that we lost. I mean, not the that one, but the the one that we did lose. Yeah, uh, it pushed us to be more. And uh, and so, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Barry. Uh, then how do you handle that? You know, it's, uh, I talk about the South Carolina scenario and they had never done that and they were leaving a lot of money on the table. Then you got the loyal ticket guy that's been buying these tickets even when they were bad, when they were good, this buying every year, but there's money left on the table. There, I don't think there's any way other to do it than the way South Carolina did, but you do understand you're going to make people mad in those situations. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. There, I don't know if there is an answer to it. Yeah. And it's like this deal in Birmingham. I've got people texting me left and right now, not understanding. And I'm sure if I had Greg Byrne, if I'd talked to Greg Byrne off the record, he would just say, guys, we only have X number of tickets and we're trying to build this arena and we got so and so giving us X number of dollars and we got to take care of those guys if we're going to build this arena. So, uh, I'm sure there's an explanation for it, uh, there, but it seems like the, Average man gets uh, kicked to the side of these situations, but it can be justified, I know. But if Alabama only got gets 400 tickets, that part I don't understand. But I do think it'll be a tough ticket. I got guys still text me saying you can still buy them on the on the website upper level. If they are, then I think people will start gobbling those things up. I would take this break, get back, and squeeze in a couple more phone calls. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. First domain condos, three bedroom, three and a half bath. Condominiums down in the historic district of downtown Norport. Give them a call today for the free tour. Internet direct TV provided. They got the security cameras and the gated community. Two minutes to downtown, two minutes to the University of Alabama. 205-657-7465 or go to firstdomaincondos.com. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider for Alabama athletics. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. After the Crimson Tide baseball team started the season with a series sweep against Richmond, head coach Brad Bohannon shared his thoughts on the first three wins for the Crimson Tide. I guess I need to come up with a more creative way to say uh, really good job on both sides of the ball, uh, great pitching, great hitting, a lot of production up and down the lineup, but uh, that's exactly what we saw again today. I thought Jacob uh, pitched great, you know, had some bad luck, some soft contact hits, he kept going right at him, and, you know, a lot of production up and down the lineup. We scored in five or six innings, and uh, a lot of hard contact and just really pleased. Really, really good first weekend, you know, against a team that won 30 games last year, picked to finish third in their league. And, um, you know, was really proud of the mentality we played with today that, you know, after having two games like Friday and Saturday, it would have been easy. I think a normal college baseball team could have came out and, um, you know, lollygagged around for a few innings. But uh, our guys came out ready to play and um, just really, really good starting point for this group. I'll have more in a moment. You hear a lot today about the Bama factor. Well, what exactly is it? It's a saying that Coach Saban uses constantly. It's actually what the program is built on. Commitment, discipline, effort, toughness, and pride. Well, at Dex Imaging, we believe in these same principles. To be the very best we can be day in and day out. So for all of your business office solutions, put Dex Imaging to work for you. Dex Imaging, the official copier and printer provider of Alabama Athletics. 
If you missed last night's episode of Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, catch it on demand on the Alabama Insider Podcast, available wherever you receive your podcast. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Dex Imaging. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. The only two things in life that make it worth living his guitar's too good and firm, feeling women. I don't need my name in the marquee lights. I got my song and I got you with me tonight. Maybe it's time we got back to the basics of love. Let's go to Luke and Doc Texas. Wailing and Willie. Welcome back to Inside Like Now, you like that song? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. You like that? I thought you'd be loving that. All right. Tonight, uh, Joe, I heard uh, y'all discuss on the Martin Houston show this morning. Dad, I'll get your take on it. Like uh, Tennessee at Texas A&M tonight, people or some Bama fans are pulling against Texas A&M, hoping they lose. That will widen the gap for Alabama to get – win the regular season. Uh, you gotta play them all out. Uh, I heard Martin say, yeah, he hopes he gets down to the last game and you gotta beat Texas A&M to win the regular season title. Uh, you know, if that's what happens, that's what happens. But, uh, you know, if I'm looking at Tennessee, Texas A&M tonight, the line is a, it's a trick line, dad. Texas A&M minus one. That means Tennessee wins tonight with that line. Uh, your thoughts on this Tennessee-Texas A&M game tonight, Dad? Well, you know, Tennessee shoots the ball well. They win it, no doubt, back because they're very good defensively. I haven't had a chance to see A&M that much. I've just been surprised at the way they've played after their non-conference losses. So I would say that, that Tennessee probably goes in there and wins if they shoot it well. They they have uh, struggled a little bit in the backcourt shooting it. Their inside people are good some games and not so good. They don't get, they don't get many fast break shots. They, they shoot more threes and more offensive rebounds. So I, I would say I, I don't know really, really he'll win it, but uh, I think I think uh, I think Tennessee probably wins. I was uh, really impressed with Texas A&M at Missouri. I mean, the Missouri fans were there. Missouri needs needed that game, and they Texas A&M. You know, got a good, pretty good lead and they were, and Missouri made a few runs to try to, you know, get the game. And for those, yeah, for Texas A&M to be able to stand up in that environment and they, they're tough and they knocked down some incredible shots in that game. I thought I was very highly, highly impressed. Uh, Joe, catch that. Was it so you're, so, you're, you're so impressed with Auburn's crowd. I thought it was pretty big for them to go to Auburn and win. Yeah. I don't think Auburn's very good. Uh, I don't think Wendell Green, but they're going to be about they're going to be about fifth in the league as far as uh, I, I uh, never have thought Flanagan. I never have thought Allen Flanagan was very good, and he's in. You know, people are talking about him in the NBA. NBA he played very good. He's got the ability to to play a little bit better. He, I think they've gotten crossed a little bit. Yeah, there. something's wrong there with Auburn. Uh, they're not. 
I don't think they're an NCAA tournament team. They may eke in. Well, they'll, they'll be in the NCAA tournament. They'll get in, but they don't deserve to do. All right, to get to the uh, Alabama One Hotline, get Mike in. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, coaches. Uh, about that show last night, uh, Coach Anderson, you said it was disappointing. No, it, it was a joke to, to do a, an, an episode on the 80s yeah. and not go into detail uh, more on your career and what you how you dominated yeah. the SEC tournament, your win at UCLA. Uh, I was just, I was so yeah, I thought it was. I, I, you know, I have to be careful what I say on this radio show, but not to honor uh, those teams. Uh, not me, but uh, Robert Ory's and Spreewells and Jim Farmers and and teams that beat Kentucky and to win the championship and won. You know, it. I, I didn't. I didn't. I just don't think. I thought there was too much said about Sonny and I. They want to make some big stink about that, as people always do, but. You know, I, I I didn't I didn't appreciate it. Well, I could have done with less Sean Tooley and more Enos Watley and yeah. I yeah. think the Latrell Spreewell story yeah. would have been fascinating. I appreciate it, yeah. After, but uh, enjoy your show. Thank you. And uh, thank y'all. Thank you, appreciate Mike. Appreciate your call. Thank, thank you, Mike. Uh, yeah, um, a guy like Joe. Who doesn't know anything about the 80s, he still doesn't. Uh, well, he may know a little bit about LSU, maybe a little bit about Hugh Durham, maybe a little bit about Chris Jackson. Sean Tui, he was like the star of the show. Uh, anyway. Joe. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, he was a good player. Uh, nothing against Sean Tui, but, uh, maybe they, I don't know. If they would have done it just on Alabama, I guess they're trying to get all the, what any, I didn't see anything on Kentucky either, uh, I guess. Maybe Kentucky was in there the, the, the tournament before. Yeah, I hadn't so. seen the ones prior. So the ones yeah. prior to that, was that the 70s? I hadn't seen the shows prior to that one. Oh, uh, yeah. They, the next one will be, uh, be Nolan Richardson. Be, be the whole thing be Nolan Richardson. Yeah, no doubt. All right, uh, that's it for today's show. We appreciate Kevin Skarpinski uh, joining us. I will try to call... Uh, my buddy Chris Nix with Night E today. I'll try to get a better explanation on this, uh, NCAA tournament deal in Birmingham. Why the Alabama season ticket holders aren't having the right to purchase more tickets. I'm sure he'll clear it up for me. I'll try to report back to you tomorrow on that. Maybe have Chris on the show, uh, as well. We don't think Alabama won. You're looking to purchase that vehicle, your dreams. Go get that loan over at Alabama One. Rates as low as 2.49%. Terms of up to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you shop. That helps you when you go on the dealership lot to negotiate there. We did talk with uh, Tesla's Toyota. So if you want to buy a great Toyota uh, there, you can get that loan at Alabama 1. Also, you can get a Tesla's Toyota. But Alabama 1 also has an auto mall where they can go uh, find the car of your dreams and deliver it right to you. Go to www.alabama1.org. Appreciate you, Joe Gaither. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.